0: We're joined now by Syracuse men's basketball coach, Jim Beheim. Coach, thanks for joining us this morning.
1: Hey, good to be with you guys.
0: So we are are very curious about Elijah Hughes and how he ended up at Syracuse and how he's ended up in Utah. I'd like to, to start at the beginning. We've heard he was lightly recruited. He went to East Carolina and transferred after a year. Was he even on your radar when he was in high school? How did that work?
1: Yeah, I saw him get 46 points in a game against my oldest son in a summer tournament and said, holy cow, look at this guy. But he had already committed to East Carolina. And, you know, we just have a policy of not recruiting somebody. I knew he was better than that. But he decided, you know, he stuck with his commitment, went down there, and, uh, you know, he just didn't feel it was the right situation. So he came in here, sat out of here, and then played. And uh, this Utah's getting a very a, a better player than people ex- really expect. We didn't have a great year last year, so I think he was a little under the radar. I mean, he led the ACC in scoring. He's a three-point shooter, accurate. He can drive. He can pull up, uh, and he can make plays for other people. He's a, a guard-type player. He can play the two or three. Really, he's a two. He's six five and a half about 215, very athletic guy, and probably one of the best teammates you could have. He gets along with everybody. He still goes home, spends time with his family. Uh, really, really good young man that will surprise people, even though he's picked fairly high. There were teams that called me about him who had picks at the end of the first round, but made a trade or did something that they didn't have that pick. But I think he's a first-round pick. I think he's going to play in the NBA next year.
2: So you obviously know him, and you know what an NBA player looks like. I think you've had 40-some guys over the 40-plus years you've been at Syracuse, so you can speak to this very much. So how much do you think this weird situation with the COVID and the no workouts individually the way they used to with the camps and being able to meet as many people, do you think that played into maybe he being a little bit underdrafted?
1: It might have. You know, I know we had a couple workouts that people saw that were good from everything we heard back but yeah i mean i think that can be a factor but i think if you watched him play last year on the teams that watched the tape you know he got his own shots against teams like virginia and north carolina and duke that are good defensive teams uh he can get one thing in the nba that i've always felt separates nba players is the guys that can get their own shots and there are a lot. Of, there's guys that can do that, but they're not a, a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys in the NBA that are good players, but they don't. They can't. With 24 second clock, it doesn't matter how good your offense is. Um, you're going to have situations where somebody has to put the ball on the floor and make a play. And Elijah Hughes can do that. And I'm not sure all the guys in the draft uh, can do that. So. Again, I think Utah, Utah. Utah's got a good team. I watched them play. Uh, they got a great coach. I know Quinn Snyder very well. Um, Elijah Houston going to help the Utah Jazz. I think uh, he's uh, physically ready, mentally ready. Uh, you know, he he was a great leader. We had a freshman point guard last year. No seniors. uh sophomore shooting guard. Very young team, but by the end of the year, we were playing good basketball, and I think Elijah Hugh was a big part of that. We won six league road games in the ACC, including at Virginia, places that are very hard to win Win at. but So, I mean, he's a really good leader, and he's going to surprise people in Utah, I believe. So,
0: Jim Beheim, joining us, Syracuse men's basketball coach, Elijah Hugh who's the Jazz second-round trading for him for the Pelicans second-round draft pick. Obviously, you're playing a lot of zone, and now he's going to have to defend the uh, pick-and-roll man-to-man in the NBA. How is that transition going to be for him?
1: You know, we play man-to-man every day in practice for an hour. You know, I think people forget that. I mean, we are a zone team during the game, but during practice we play every day for an hour. We've had, you know, Deion Waiters and Jeremy Grant and, a bunch of players who've gone on and become, you know, really good, solid NBA players. Michael Carter-Williams, uh, a number of guys. Uh, Elijah's a good defender, and uh, the NBA—they uh, play defense the way they want to. They—they they teach a different. Each team really does something different defensively, whether it's more switching like some teams, or you know, different ways to play pick and rolls. But Elijah Hughes is a very good athlete, and he can move his feet. And when you can do that, you can learn how to play defense in the NBA.
2: One of the things that's always, uh, I've always been critical of the, uh, at least the analysts when leading up to the draft, they make it sound like you're ready for retirement if you're 21, 22 years of age. <laughs> and, uh, you know, to me, if I can get 10 years out of a kid, especially second round draft choice, I'm, I don't care how old he is. I'm going to take him. Do you think that's a fair knock on players? while well, he's 22, so whatever he is right now, that's exactly what he's going to be for the next 10 years.
1: No, not at all i i think that i think that i think that's really uh really a myth. I think there's some guys that take a little longer in college and and uh to be ready to get prepared other guys you know i i think it's easy to tell a freshman that's very very talented and and some of those guys do work out some of them don't you know it's uh it's a uh, it's a really a uh, a guessing game a little bit with players going from college. I mean, you know the top two or three usually, uh, but once you get by those top, especially by the top lottery picks, it's a guessing game. You see a lot of guys that don't make it who are still drafted in the first round, but I think there's guys now that have been coming out the last few years who are a little bit more experienced who have made it in the NBA, and I, I think that's really a a big key, I think, with uh, with the NBA, getting guys that are mature and more ready to step in and play. And I think Elijah Hughes is one of those guys, but I think the main reason he can play is he can get his own shot, and he's a very good three-point shooter, but he can also put the ball on the floor. And those are, are qualities that translate to the NBA. You know, all the years that I worked with the Olympic teams and all the young players that we used to practice against the Olympic team, NBA players that stand out are guys that can get their own shots. And you're either a great shooter or you can get your own shot. And if you you can do those two things, you have a chance in the NBA. And Elijah Hughes has, has that opportunity and that ability. And he's a very mature young guy. So... You know, whether you're 22 or 23, it really is irrelevant. You got at least 10 or 12 years ahead of you, uh, to play basketball. And the other thing, he's never really been hurt. He's always played through everything. He, uh, is in great, great physical shape. And, uh, again, I have no doubt that, you know, I'm not a coach that over-exaggerates his players. This kid's going to be a good NBA player in Utah, I think. Uh, a guy that could play a lot of minutes in the second round, which is uh which is pretty good. It's curious because our last player that was taken in the second round was a guy named Jeremy Grant at thirty nine in the draft. Same I forgot Elijah thirty eight or thirty nine, I forgot.
2: Thirty nine. Yeah, same spot. Hey, isn't, that,
1: isn't that a coincidence? <laughs> yeah. I think Jeremy I think Jeremy Grant's worth about ten or $12, $15 dollars a year right now, isn't he? Yep. <laughs>
0: Jim Bay, I'm joining us, Syracuse men's basketball coach. Elijah Hughes uh, played for him for a couple years after one year at East Carolina and then transferring to Syracuse. And I'm curious, you've mentioned that uh, you think he's a really good teammate, that he gets along with everybody. You've mentioned how mature he is. Uh, you know, reading up on his family a little bit, uh, his dad's in information technology at IBM. His mom is a counselor at a methadone clinic. Did you get to know the family much and, and the influences that shaped him? Obviously, he's six of seven kids. His brothers and sisters. Uh,
1: it's a great family. They really hang together. They drove up to almost every game we played, and uh, Elijah went home. You know, a lot of kids, once they get to college, they're just in college, and they want to go out and, you know, hang out in college. He, he would go home a lot. You know, every weekend we'd have a, a couple days off. He, he would be home with his parents and family. And, you know, he, you don't see that that much in kids anymore, uh, usually once they get, I have a daughter who's in college. Once she gets there, she's there. She's she's not coming home a lot, and she's like an hour and a half away. So yeah, he's a really family uh, oriented kid, and uh, he's just a nice kid. I like. I mean, once you touch base with him and you see him, he's just a, an easygoing, uh, really nice kid who's a very fierce competitor on the basketball court. Which is, you know, that's the kind of guy you want in your program. And, uh, I, I just think he's gonna be a, uh, a big factor. Uh, I have to visit him in Utah my favorite restaurant out there, Valtteri's, is, uh, right downtown. So I'll have to try to make my way back, be, be out there to, to see him play once, once we can get on the road again, which probably isn't gonna happen real soon, but hopefully will happen. Uh, with the vaccine being available now.
2: So you mentioned three or four guys that we know that have gone on to the NBA. I was wondering if you can make any form of comparison with anybody that you've had that's gone to the NBA that we can identify as a possibility in Elijah Hughes.
1: Well, offensively, he's a little bit like Deion Waiters. He's bigger. Uh, Deion's a little more explosive. But I think Elijah's you know a little better shooter, uh, a little big, obviously bigger, uh, a real big guard. You know, I've always loved Donovan Mitchell. I think he's, from when we played against him at Louisville, he's one of the best players uh, that we played against. And, uh, you know, he's that kind of a player. He can put on a floor and make plays. Um, I, I'd say he's a little bit like those two guys. Uh, they come to mind with Elijah. He's really a guy that can shoot it and score the basketball, and yet, you, you know, he's
0: got good size. Coach Jim Beheim, Syracuse Benz basketball coach joining us and uh coach uh, before I go I see what you did there with that nice plug for Valters. That was that was <laughs> nice the way you just you just slid that in there. Just a little local knowledge here. If you're gonna go there for dinner you have to plan around if the Warriors are in town because Steve Kerr likes to rent the whole place out and they just shut it down. (laughs) Unless you're tight with Steve and you can get in on his team dinner and he can pay, which I guess, you know, that would be good because Valter's is a little high end.
1: We've been going there since it was in another location, so I don't know. We've got a little in there. We've been going there for a while. But uh, it's it's a great place. You know, you, you don't find an Italian restaurant like that out west too often.
0: Well, well played. That was well done. You just, uh, you know, never miss a thing. That's why you know you're Jim Beheim, and it's not your first rodeo. Veteran. Veteran, veteran move, veteran move. Well, coach, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us.
1: Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it.